ready for this? I got one thing to say. Just happen to be the greatest wrestling machine alive. It's all here. What a mega matchup! Universal Wrestling Podcast. I like this kind of party, baby. It doesn't matter what your name is. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. My name is Nick Dieterding. Thank you for tuning in. You've heard the saying before: if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. My web camera breaks five minutes before the interview, so I use the built-in option on the laptop. I look a little fuzzy, but who the hell cares? It was a good conversation. Before we get to the conversation, on the next episode, former WWE writer Chris Dunn returns to the program, and we welcome Tony Chimmel to the show. It's going to be a really good conversation. I can't wait to record that one. But without further ado, let's get to this interview with Brian Pillman Jr., here we go. So what's good, man? How you been? Wonderful. Great. It's good, man. Traveling, um, working a lot. Yeah. yeah. You said you were traveling. Uh, you're leaving tonight, right? You said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you going? I guess the next show? Yeah, we do a, we do a taping once a month in uh, Orlando. It's like, yeah. our dark, it's like our dark tapings. So nice. that's going to be real cool. Um, yeah. I saw you last time I saw you live was at the Warrior Wrestling event in Chicago. Okay. You main event it right before Forbidden Door. Nice. Dude, you tore down the house. You and Tom Lawler are my two favorites. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah, I yeah. love that show. That was a good show. Hell yeah. How was it? How was it to main event right before Forbidden Door? I thought that was cool. You know, I, I was on my way up there with my uh with my girlfriend at the time. Nice. And uh and she's a big wrestling fan. So um I was like, hey, you know, um, I just told Warrior, I was like, look, I'm just going to, I'm not booked for Forbidden Door, but I'm going to go to the show anyway, so I'll bring my gear yeah. in case you guys need me. And then the main event guy, Speedball Mike Bailey, couldn't make the yes. show. So. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, well, I've already been the Warrior champion, so it makes sense that he defends against me. Yeah. And to be honest, it made sense in all the storyline sake, too, because yes. I just wrestled them for it in that War of Attrition match a week before that so it was just yeah. like why you know what i mean like why not why would i not already be booked for this <laughs> yeah yeah so like i said i'm a big tom lawler fan have you had any reaction or interactions with him um, yeah he's really yeah. cool i used to work at mlw with him so I was oh yes quite, yes quite well yeah yeah he's yeah. cool that's one thing i missed like i said i went to the forbidden door pay-per-view but i really wanted to see the uh the strong guys i didn't get limelight mm-hmm. i didn't get browser i didn't get uh tom lawler so maybe maybe next time yeah 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 for sure yeah yeah, yeah it is kind of weird that they didn't use a lot of those guys yeah i don't know if it's because of the g1 classic or something because i know lawler's in that but yeah yeah it's weird whatever oh, we, it was cool though forbidden door was yeah. a great show yeah i loved it yeah oh my god tore down the house every yeah. every match man yeah that's uh, great how you feeling after that table spot last week, man? Because the first one, dude, I, I heard that. Griff. I know. Uh, I mean, that guy would hurt the worst, you know. But <laughs> Griff came smacking yeah. around. I mean, I'm a big guy. And he's a big yeah, guy. Yeah. So really, I don't know how the hell 
the table yeah. didn't break. But uh, you know, it'd be one of those botchamania moments, you know, yeah, right on the table. But we gotta give them one, you know. Yeah. That's why that that's why that uh that show exists is to yeah. put over all the tables. So yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. That's sort of it kind of goes in with the story because he chokes slammed him twice in the ring, too. So yeah. might as well give him yeah. two on the fucking table, right? Yeah, why not? Um, but yeah, it kind of sucks, you know. Your head hurts, you know, because you the table breaks and just kind of yeah. smacks you in the back of the head. So because like I've taken a table like through a table. Yeah. I've never already been on the table. <laughs> and it didn't break, yeah. And it's just like yeah, or even it breaking, like I've never just like had someone bump onto me through the oh yeah 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 you don't see that often do you yeah i know so no. it's like god damn this is my first time but yeah it was fine yeah. i mean you get a little yeah you get a little banged up and pissed off about it but you know it is what it is it is yeah exactly. yeah we, we, we he exchanged some words with us and i got to go in the back and have some words with him so hopefully that promo makes it to to, to live tv yeah but, uh, yeah <laughs> that would be dope how was it to work with christian Oh, it's great. I mean, it was so yeah. cool when he first came in, you know, he was, he was a, a big bonus to our yeah. team and our morale, you know, he was always super kind and helpful and shit. So yeah. it's really cool to see him finally getting let loose. You know, I think he was just kind of chilling, being a baby face for a bit, you know, having some fun matches, but, but now it's like, okay, like he's about to come in and really flip the script, you know, on yeah. some heels shit. So kind of goes into the whole, patience and waiting to see what happens you know a lot of fans want everything done right away and i'm the same way you know i want my shot and everything but yeah, of course you gotta you gotta just go through the motions and and uh let these heels get their heat you know what i mean and, yeah. and, and we'll get a fucking hell of a match out of them next week though you know, yeah so. yeah i just for me i just i don't know when enough is enough when it comes to personal stuff you know yeah yeah I don't know. I, I hear it every week and yeah, it's going to get that reaction, but yeah. I don't know. Jim Ross, I listen to his podcast and he says there's an ex to an extent where personal life is, you know, not yeah. where you want to go. Yeah. Is that okay with you? I mean, we hear it every now and then about your, um, your father, God yeah. bless his soul. Is it, is like enough enough or what? I mean, yeah, I mean, I think at some point something's got to give. At least I've got to come out there and get my comeuppance, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Good so um, I'm not too worried about utilizing it because, you know, I've utilized my family story to get to where I'm at today. So it's kind of a part of who I am. It's kind of a part of the value that I bring to the organization yeah. uh, is being able to tell those deep stories, you know? So yeah. I'd be a hypocrite to say that the, that the bad guys aren't allowed to take advantage of that too. You know, if I, exactly. if I'm allowed to take advantage of the, of the benefits of it, you know? So, um, but yeah, I mean, again, you know, I, I'm all about the show. Most the show, the show must go on and, and telling a cool story. It's just that, uh, at some point I'd like to tell my side of the story, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like to take out all my frustrations, you know, yeah. based on everything that's been happening to me. So yeah, you know, we've had yeah, a lot of these heels, now. a lot of heels have taken the piss out on me and stuff. And it's been very, very few opportunities for me to come back and, and kick some ass, but I think there's something on the horizon. So I think if people stay tuned, just like I said, you know, a lot of times when you're a baby face and you're just kind of, out there to kind of support the show and get people over yeah uh, maybe if i have a change of heart or maybe if i have some big turn 
and I get to show, you know, showcase that aggression that I've built up over that time. And I think then at that point, that'll be my time to shine. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, like I said, I'm a big, big fan of you. Obviously you're on the show. Thank you again. I appreciate hey, it. Thank you. No, I appreciate but, it. I, I haven't gotten to do too many. Yeah. Uh, lately. I used to do podcasts all the time. Yeah. Just well, trying to get myself out there, but you know, being with AEW, you know, they have some strict media guidelines and stuff and, they want to make sure everything's approved. So I'm very glad that they uh, went through and approved you guys. I mean, yeah. you guys must put on a pretty good show. Yes, sir. So back to the whole varsity blondes thing. I mean, do you have any ambitions of being a singles wrestler? Because as much as Griff is, you know, the man and you two have such a, you know, great chemistry in ring, outside the ring, and it just, you look good, you know, two good, two good looking guys. And it's just, um, really cool to see. But what about singles? Do you have any ambitions there? Because yeah, again, I've I've been having a whole lot of fun uh, with, like I said, with these indie matches and the singles work. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing so. It's definitely something I want to continue to uh, continue to uh, work on and focus on. Yeah, yeah, I really do like it a lot. I, um, you know, no hard, no hard feelings to Griff. It's just that. Um, when we're tagging all the time and that's all I'm thinking about. And to be fair, I didn't know a lot about tag wrestling. So I started working with him and, and because of Griff, I'm now a very confident, very skilled tag wrestler. I have a, I have a very good grasp of tag wrestling psychology. I have a yeah. lot of knowledge about it. Um, and yeah, that's just, that's just, that's what it comes down to. Um, I really enjoy it. I really love it. But at the end of the day, I really want to get out there and shine as a, as my own sort of character, I want to be a, a very uh, powerful singles wrestler. So, yeah, I love it. Like, we very, were... like I want to be a big threat. I want to be something, somebody at, at the top of the card that people go, oh shit, like this is, this match is going to get, you know, like some of my biggest inspirations are, are John Moxley and, and Brian Danielson, you know, just being a fighter. You know what I mean? I'm not out there to do a bunch of, acrobatic shit you know I'm, I'm more of a top heavier guy i'm a bigger guy yeah, okay. you know a lot of people don't really realize until they meet me how big i am and how threatening i am you know so i don't think i'm one of these you know flashy you know guys that's trying to make people happy i want to make you you know i want people to to, to watch myself and go oh god you know he really got him there man yeah. oh he's really he's really laying it in there you know what i mean i want people to be afraid of what I'm going to do to them because, you know, I've got, like I said, and I don't know if I said this in the last podcast or this podcast, but like you said, when you got all these heels that are taking the piss on you, you know, and, and you never get quite get your hands on them. Um, it's a lot of built up aggression. It's a lot of pent up uh, rage and frustration. You know, your family is being insulted. Your debt, your dead family is being brought up, you know, and, and you know, my, my poor mother who just passed away, you know, from a, from a meth overdose, you know, and having MJF back then, you know, calling her out for all of her vices and stuff. So it's, it's, yeah. it's a, a lot of wrestling is, at least for me, it is very real and it's very attached to my life. And so there's really no way to avoid it, you know, yeah. um, there's no way to avoid these types of angles and these types of, of promos where people are going to come after me. So I've got to find some way to sort of channel that energy uh, into a, into something very into something very productive and and I think that's going to start to come through in my singles matches and and once I start to get get my chance to take it out on some people so yeah you said ground and pound 
what other characteristics do you want your, you know, the character of Brian Pillman Jr. to be? You know, I, you know, I tried, I tried to be Brian Pillman, you know I mean? I tried to be the flying Brian. I tried to do a lot of that stuff. And, and I think people, you know, I think you saw how that worked out for me. A lot, a lot of guys, you know, were able to counter that type of offense. They kind of saw it coming. Um, it was more or less predictable, you know, always just going to try and be like his dad, you know, he's going to do a cross body, this, that, and the other springboard clothesline. And I think people caught on to that quick and, and, uh, and, and ultimately, um, I was trying to be something I'm not, you know, I was just trying to be like my dad. And I think that, that that's not so much who I am. I think who I am is, as I am a striker, you know, I, I like to, I like to train uh, martial arts and things like that. So I think I am somebody that, that is, that hits very hard and very often, you know, I, I, you know, I, I can, I can do a lot of things that a lot of people haven't seen yet. So I'm really excited to uh, go into this new chapter of my career where I am a little more selfish and I am a little more focused on what I want and what I can do. And, uh, and I think, I think I am being underestimated in a lot of ways um, just because, you know, I have been trying to, you know, fulfill a role that is more so an extension of my father and not so much an extension of myself. You know, I didn't quite know my dad that much, but, you know, I have a lot of love for him and, and what he contributed to the business and, obviously he created me as well. So if yeah. I'm truly to, to fulfill his legacy and to live up to his name, then I need to uh, sort of step outside his shadow and become my own man, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. Have you had any like conversations with like second or third generation superstars on like what to do in this position? Because yeah, you have the last name, but you know, kind of like flair, she, she, you know, made her own path for herself. Do you, is there conversations to be had and what do you ask yeah. if so yeah i mean uh, it's different for girls and guys i'm sure you know I, I would say that she's a completely different wrestler you know she does a lot of the same tribute stuff to her dad but she's an incredible performer she's probably one of my favorites if not my favorite yes. uh, women's wrestler of all time but i was also a big fan of her dad's too um but yeah i talked to a lot of second generation wrestlers there's sort of a uh, there's sort of a bond between all of us it kind of everybody kind of has their has each other's connection yeah. and everybody's kind of got each other's phone number you know I've, i used to obviously be under cody and learning under him was a great privilege i wish i'd have asked him more things you know i didn't know that his time was going to be scarce you know i think i took for granted uh having cody around and having his yeah. mind to be able to pick his mind um but the the amount of times he did give me advice i will never forget anything you know i will never forget all the things he's told me so um yeah. he was he was like the obviously he's like the blueprint for a successful second generation wrestler um yeah and then i've also talked to guys that are not in as much of a as much of a position i'm in like you know i'm not saying i'm in a bad spot i'm in a great spot i'm wrestling on tv you know i'm making a great salary working for one of the coolest companies in the world yeah. you know my my personal favorite wrestling company ever um, but there are some things that I need to navigate to get further, to get to where I want to be. You know, if I was just complacent, I'd be just happy collecting a check, you know, but I'm not. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to, uh, to, get, to start showing my value again and to start branching out and sort of becoming myself. And I think, you know, some of Cody's best advice has been to, 
do just that, you know, to try to step outside the shadow of your father and try to become your own man. And, and I think it's nice every now and then to throw in those little tribute spots or those little like homages to him. But yeah, um, at this point, you know, just, I gotta be myself. I gotta show people who I am, you know, and that I'm, you know, not just, you know, I'm not just a second generation wrestler. I'm not just Pillman's kid anymore. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to be the second Brian Pillman. I'm trying to be the first Brian Pillman Jr. I love it. What a great answer. You still talk to Cody or I know you said you didn't really talk. It seemed like you didn't really talk to him much. Uh, do you still have, you know, are you still in communications with him? Yeah. If I text him, he'll text me right back. You know, oh, he's, cool. a good, he's a good, uh, good, good friend, a good resource to have, but he's definitely on a much busier schedule. And so. Yeah. Try, I try not to bother too many people all the time, yeah. um, especially just because, you know, I kind of I kind of have a good idea of, of what I need to do right now. Yeah. Um, I've been I've been doing really good with with focusing on that. And, 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 and instead of just asking and waiting for permission, I've just been taking action. You know, I've been creating I've been creating things, coming up with ideas, doing things, uh, working out different matches, different styles. Um, yeah. So. I'm kind of finding out who I am. And that's, that's a really beautiful feeling when you, when you go looking for yourself yeah, and then you find out that you're this badass, you know, like you find out that you have so much to bring even more yeah. than you thought. It's like, Oh wow, this is exciting. So yeah, it's like, I found a whole new power, you know, like a superpower that I've had locked up in me that I haven't yeah. been bringing out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and I think maybe part of being put in a tag and just kind of being a, uh, uh, on such a big roster and just kind of waiting for my turn. Uh, maybe that kind of made me a little creatively stagnant, you know what I mean? And just kind of going with the flow, you know, and sometimes yeah. you got to do that. Sometimes you just got to go with the flow. Of course. Um, but recently I've been really like tired of going with the flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, come on. Nine to five job. If that makes I have. sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, I go through the flow every, every yeah, fucking so I've week. Just been thinking just of, kinda, you know, and, yeah. and even if that means just taking more indie shows and getting out there and yeah, trying new things, you know, it's, you know, I can't really control the booking and where, where I'm being used, but to, if they're going to give me an opportunity, I'm going to make the most of it. They're going to say, Hey, yeah. You know, we need you to go through a table for Luchasaurus. It'll be the best freaking table bump they'd ever seen. You know what I mean? I'll make sure. Of that, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When did you feel that? Like, what did you know? You said power. When did you feel like, okay, you know, not enough is enough. Cause like you said, you're enjoying your tag team right now, but still like, when did you feel like that? Okay. It's time for me to shine. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this, you know, stop going through the flow and just, I don't want to say be you because you're being you right now, but like, yeah. was there a moment where it's like, okay, maybe I can do something different. Maybe the transition needs to happen sooner than later. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think some things happen uh, for a reason, right. You know, I mean, uh, you know, once we lost Julia, you know, yeah. I knew that something had to happen, right? Because she was sort of the uh, the third, you know, you know, three's a magic number, you know what I mean? You got a trio, you got a group that's balanced. You know, I, I wish we could have done more, you know, with that yeah. group. I wish we could have traveled more and like got the group over more. But, you know, like I said, everything happens for a reason. And, yeah. and I'm sort of blessed because I'm blessed that that happened because it really opened my eyes that there's something more out there for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. When one door closes, another one opens. So I think it sort of started with Julia kind of 
going her own way and, and becoming, you know, the what she is now, which is a, yeah. definitely like a really cool evolution of her character. You yeah. know, I'm nothing but happy for her, for uh, evolving into what she is now. Yeah, that that um, uh, entrance is badass. Yeah, no, it's great. It's cool. Yeah. It's exciting. Uh, the people like it. I like it. I mean, yeah. shit. We had a great pay-per-view match. We had a great yeah. pay-per-view. Yep. I'm nothing yep. but happy for him. But you know what I mean? It's it's at some point, you know, I'm turning 29 this year. At some point, you know, I mean, yeah, I could sit at home and just collect a check, but I'm I'm just not that type of person, you know. No. I'm, a, I'm a I'm a pillman and the pillmans right. are very ambitious, very hungry people. And I think when I'm hungry and when I'm sitting at home and I'm working out and I'm just so excited, I think that's when I'm at my best. You know, I think I'm yeah. at my best when I'm going through some adversity and I'm going through some friction. Yeah. It's I when feel. things are going good and, and easy is that I start to relax a little too much. Yeah. And uh, but no, it's when I'm hungry, when I'm ready for something new, I think that's good. So yeah. there's really no specific date and time that it happened. No, no. It was just kind of like, okay, we lost Julia. I started taking more indie dates. And then when you go out there on the indies and you remember, oh shit, I, you know, you get a lot, a little bit of a confidence boost, you know, yeah. you got people lined up around the building to see you. You're yeah. having great matches because you're working Main with so many, Yeah. You're working with so many good people at AEW. And then you bring that skill level and that fire and that intensity down to the indies and you go, oh shit, you know, this guy's operating at another level. You know, we can we can start paying this guy more. He can start going longer, bigger matches. And yeah, everything I've done in my career has happened for a reason. And it's all got me to where I'm at today. So I can't be, I have no regrets. You know what I mean? No. Couldn't be happier in life. Yeah. And it shows too. You're bulking up. You look good. You look big. You look Yeah, good. everybody says yeah. that. Like when they meet me, the fans are like, I didn't know you were this big. I'm oh, <laughs> I'm like yeah, yeah i'm fucking busting my ass and, yeah yeah you know well it's different in person and then on yeah you know, tbs on tv you can't tell as yeah, much yeah. but then when you see me you're like oh shit yeah <laughs> i dig it well, uh, yeah. so we were talking on uh on uh dm messenger and you said you really want to tell your story what are some things we don't know that maybe you want to tell the public would you want to tell the fans um, you know, I I don't want to I don't want to give too much away uh, okay. of what's coming. Um, but you know, everybody knows my story. Everybody knows that how wrestling has affected my life and how it's put me. You know, I mean, how it's had such an impact on who I am as a person and how I've developed. You know, as a child, you know, obviously not having a father growing up, you know, has a big impact on you. And then yeah. recently losing my mother and thinking, you know, oh well, you know, obviously just it's a snowball effect of things that happen in your life that kind of create the man that you are and i think that you know people are so used to this really upbeat you know positive you know varsity blonde kind of go lucky character i think that uh that that character lacks a lot of the depth that i have to bring to the table and i think that you know if i if i go down sort of a darker path and, and really show you guys you know sort of the dark side yeah. Of, of the ring if you will you know? so <laughs> look at you there's sort of just sort of the darker side to yeah. my story and, and and how how wrestling kind of uh has affected me and, and maybe i can and i can uh express that through my art and, yeah. and really tell some powerful stories that aren't so simple as all oh, we're just a couple of fucking varsity athletes that yeah. are you know playing football and lacrosse yeah. like there's i've yeah. got some very serious content some very dark um, and down to earth content 
that'll really yeah. strike, you know, that'll really hit home with a lot of people. So oh my um, God, I'm very yeah. excited to, uh, to get, when I say tell my story, that's what I mean. I excited to really do yeah. what I think I was destined to do in wrestling. Yeah. And so. it just seems like you want to be a heel. Is that true? Uh, am I giving it away too much? Yeah, just a tad. But, you know, I mean, how do you work on that? How do you work on your uh, heel character? Is that indie shows? Is that dark? Is that, you know, talking to people about, you know, behind the scenes? Well, like, I'm, you know, and, and, and Cody used to say this all the time. I'm bringing back up Cody just because he was a great mentor and, and things like that. But I think baby faces and heels are, are contextual. You know, I don't think that I'm trying to be any specific uh role i'm not trying to be a villain or a hero i'm just trying to be real and when when that reality comes out when that realness comes out then it's up to the crowd to decide how they want to respond to me yeah you know i'm gonna and i've been holding myself back for a long long time yeah it's time very long time i've been holding in a lot of a lot of who i am a lot of my ideas a lot of my creativity has been um held back not yeah. you know by anything other than just timing you know what i mean it's not anybody's specific goal to hold me back you know nobody's trying to keep me locked up in this no. cage but no. it's just the matter of the timing and how the show goes and when it's time for me to come out of my shell i think everyone's going to notice i think it's going to be a very big deal you know yeah. because i'm going to get a lot of uh a lot of buzz for what i'm about to do yeah Dude, the confidence. You could just tell, man. You're ready. You're ready yeah. for the next for the yeah. next episode, the next show, the next whatever Absolutely. you want to say. Yeah. yeah. And it and it showed too with your dad, too. Reality. In the ring, you could just see how how well he performed. And it just seems like you want to do something different. And I love it, man. That's that's what I want to see. Obviously, I'm you know biased because I'm a huge fan, but uh great, man. Great. Um I got to ask about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Any relation? I mean, again, kind of like with the Cody question, is there still communication with Stone Cold? Because I saw you on an interview about two years ago, and, you know, he gave you a belt. You had a great Stone Cold impression. Can we hear some of it? <laughs> hey, kid, I got this weightlifting belt for you. <laughs> I'm going to send this down to you. Yes, yes. Is there still no, I mean, any communication? Because I, I know. I, you know, I, I, I'm – very blessed to have been able to connect with Steve over the years, but uh, there hasn't been too much recent uh, talk lately. I think, yeah. uh, well, obviously he just got done doing the WrestleMania gig. Yeah, dude, so that think, was sick. I think he just got a big head after that, you know. And he just started, <laughs> started big yeah. leaguing me. Yeah, fuck that kid. I'm in yeah. WrestleMania. No, I'm kidding, but uh, no, I was down there in Dallas for it. So I got to see Wrestle, you know, I got to see his his moment. That was really cool. Yeah. And I got to watch Cody's moment too. So, um, yeah. yeah, that's what we call them in wrestling. And we call them moments. We don't necessarily call them matches. You know, when you're behind the scenes, it's like, oh, he's giving a hell of a moment out there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, Steve's great. I mean, super busy guy, I'm sure. Just, of course, not somebody I can just, you know, always get a hold of. But I will say, he will, yeah, he, if I text him and if I want to have a talk, he'll, he'll find the time for me. He definitely yeah. gives me the time of day. When I ask for it, I just don't like, you know I mean? I don't like to ask of course, for yeah. these people, you know? No, I, I hear you. Um, So what do you got planned for today other than these two Well, interviews? we have our, we have our, uh, our dark tapings in Orlando tomorrow. 
tomorrow. Which would be exciting. Be another opportunity for me and Griff to get out there. Um, nice. Maybe possibly get a win under our belt before our big tag match next week. Yeah. That's usually how they book stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. It'd be fun. Exciting. Maybe cool. explore some of the new ideas for the future with Tony. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we just have our usual tapings. We do them once a month. I fly out this evening. I like to get us in there the night before, you know, so that's good. Yeah. How does that go with Tony? Like if you want to do something different or you want to just talk about, you know, maybe the next step in your career. Do you just, I know yeah. we, I mean, we heard, little, yeah. go ahead, my bad. Oh, you're fine. We hear it all the time with Vince, uh, you know, walk to his office, you wait for 30 to, you know, an hour, and then you come in and you talk. How uh, is it like, how is your experience? I think it's a little, it used to be a lot different. You know, I think it's a little more uh, personable when we were in uh, Jacksonville because everybody was hanging out all the time. Um, now with TV and we're on the road, things are a lot more hectic. So there's not usually ever a good time you know yeah and he's so busy you know so uh, i just try to kind of keep to myself and and you know whenever i do have the opportunity you know just be brief and ask him questions but you know just yeah. generally a very busy guy and uh and i've learned that as we're on the road to just kind of hang tight and and, yeah. and 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 just wait it out and, and wait your turn you know now you know there are some people and i'm guilty of it too i mean we you sit outside his office and wait in line of course. And they have like a checklist or whatever, and you can like check in and wait. But, you know, anymore, I just feel like, you know, there's something, there's got to be something to do on the horizon, right? You know, yeah. Like I just showed up and they wanted us to do this deal with Luchasaurus and Christian. And I thought, oh, okay, yeah, you know, like let's 100% do that, you know, get get myself back on TV and get some good matches in, you know. I think we'll yeah. have a great, great match with them. So I'm not too, not too worried about it. And, and hopefully, uh, Sooner or later, we get to start uh, start our new our new uh, story and stuff. So the blondes have been around for we've yeah. been around we've been wrestling for two years for the for the company, but um, our official you know signing was has been a year. So yeah. officially been signed for one year, but we started tagging shortly after shortly after we started working there. So yeah, sorry. We've, we've both been there for two years so it's really yeah. cool to have been a part of the company for almost as long as it's been around you know yeah. like I, I consider myself an original as much as any of the other guys i told the last guy on the podcast that i was the first aew entrance ever you know at double or nothing the first double or nothing yeah i was the first person to come through the curtain at the company so yeah at the, right there at the casino battle the yeah. yeah 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 so it's you know it is what it is you know yeah you just keep you keep working and you know i got a good contract there and i'm excited to be there every week yeah. i'm there i'm very happy to be there so well brian working on i guess this is a stupid question but where can people find you hey you know you can find me on twitter at flying brian jr instagram flying brian 41 and uh that's about it i dig it Brian, cheers to you, my friend. Thank you for coming. Oh, I also got a Twitch, twitch.tv okay. forward slash Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and here it comes. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on the web at uwpod.com. You've got mail. Or send us an email. We really don't know what we're dealing with here, man. Info at uwpod.com.
Universal Wrestling Podcast. Nobody does it better.